Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Series 5, episode 17. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, as you can hear her wooing, Lucy Wilson. Woo! (laughs) Very nice wooing. And as always, Tom is over in the other studio. So, Lucy, how are you doing? Good? Doing good, you? Yes, doing very well, thank you. Considering the circumstances that is going on with the world. Still. Crazy to think that we thought that might only like last for a month. And then like... So this time last year, it should have all been over. In, according to what they said in March, April time. Yeah, crazy. How little we knew. True. Anyway, enough about that depressing stuff. That's not what we're here for. It's getting better, though. It like it, it is. I don't feel we need to be doom and gloom anymore. True. And people can go to the theatre now, yeah. which is lovely. And we know people who have been to the theatre, which true. is lovely. And yeah. mostly I have heard of very pleasant experiences. So well done, everyone. Good. It's very nice to hear. We don't want to talk about that. What we do want to talk about is... Album of the week. Yeah. It is album of the week. And it was my choice of the Tony nominated Bye Bye Birdie. What did you think of it? I liked it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I am surprised. Did you? I did not, I'm afraid. Oh. It didn't tickle my pickle. I am funny with classic old musicals um i like quite a lot of them actually for different reasons but this one i liked because it sounded quite upbeat it sounded quite positive i don't actually really know the story so i could be completely off here but what might have helped can you guess uh dick van dyke's voice yes i love him (laughs) which brings me to my favorite song of the album which was a solo from dick van dyke didn't actually choose it because of him it just happened to be my favorite one which was put on a happy face snap that was also my favorite song well it's just even from the title true yes love it positive so yeah, something I would choose to go and see now I've listened to it. Before, I probably wouldn't have been that bothered. But if I saw it was coming up somewhere close, I'd go. Wow, I am surprised. So we listened to the 2018 version. Of we it. did. So that may have swayed your hearing, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Which is good because it being such an old musical and kind of it's been revived many times and bringing it like to modern day as much as they can with the music it just goes to show it might actually be beneficial doesn't it because sometimes you're like oh i don't know why they had to remake that version oh but actually may have done its job here so congratulations well lots of things come back around don't they yeah so like christmas true every year every year birthdays easter anniversaries valentine's day 
St. Patrick's Day? Pancake Day. Oh, Pancake I Day. I mean, it's not called Pancake Day, it's called Shrove <laughs> Tuesday. But... <laughs> yeah, true. National Theatre Day. Halloween. I'm not going anymore. I win. You win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just didn't... And I can't put my finger on what it is. It had a chitty chitty bang bang sound to it, but I don't know if that's because of Dick Van Dyke or because of some of the music. I got Annie, West Side Story, loads of different sounds. I was like, oh, it sounds a bit like that. Oh, it sounds a bit like that. I think that maybe that's why I liked it. There was a lot of variety. Maybe. Yeah. It's not the same old thing the whole yeah, way through. I can't put my finger on what it was that... But, yeah, I listened through, and I'm glad it was quite short. But, yeah, I'm glad I listened to it. Because, as we know, with Album of the Week, we now know what we do and don't like. So, If I got two tickets to go see it, would you come with? I would be intrigued to see how they would do it stage-wise. There you go. Can't have disliked it that much then, no. can you? Well, I'll give it two mics. Okay, I'm going four. Wow, that is solid. Yeah, I liked it. Fair enough. Cool. Well, that was Bye Bye Birdie. That was my choice of album of the week. So, Lucy... It's over to you. What did you pick for your album of the week? This week? Oh, oh. I was going to do that thing from that programme, but I can't remember his name, where they come out and they're dressed up as the person. What's what, that? Stars t- in your yeah. Eyes? Who is his... What was his name? Matthew Kelly? This... Tonight, Matthew. See? I'm picking... Sorry, I don't know what happened to my brain there. That's fine. Tonight, Matthew, I'm picking... The Lion King original Broadway cast recording from 1997, the year after I was born. Wow. There we go. There's a little insight into how old Lucy is. And if you're listening to this in the future, we're in 2021. You're welcome. And I am just about to have my birthday. True. You have got a birthday coming up. So... But anyway, back to the album. (laughs) Um, I know lots of people know about The Lion King probably because of the Disney film. Songs are pretty much the same. There are a couple of additional ones in the show. And also they are sung very differently in the show, I think. We've both seen it on stage and on film and the live action. So we've got a lot to compare it to. So... I thought, let's go with something we know and do a bit of a comparison this time. So if you want to listen to the other albums as well, I'm cool with that and we can do a bit of comparing. Nice. If you fancy. If we just stick to this album, that's also fine. But yeah, thought it'd be quite be cool to talk about the differences. That would be nice to compare. Yeah, that'd be nice. What does the album cover look like for those looking for it on Spotify? It is yellow with a white frame and it has got a black lion drawn on it, but it doesn't look like a real lion. looks like a cartoon lion. And it just says The Lion King above the top. 
Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> Doesn't look like a real line. Looks like somebody drew it with crayons. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know what I mean. It looks like it's meant to look like a cartoon. Okay, good. Okay, good. right. I'm wonderful. Well, if you want to listen along with us and let us know what you think, you can find that on Spotify. The link is in the show notes and then you can get in touch with us. It's all an act at outlook.com or contact us on any of our social medias. That was all for... Album of the Week! Yeah! That was Album of the Week. Now on to the next section. Tom... Please take it away. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the movie musical segment. Today, we are going to be talking about the one and only Funny Girl featuring Barbara Streisand from 1968. Um, We're on a bit of a sort of uh, old musicals kick at the moment. Um, That's not going to continue into next week. So uh, if you are enjoying that, then uh, apologies. Yeah, so we're talking about Funny Girl. This is a film that I hadn't seen before, but feel like I, you know, probably should have seen. So as with Best Little Whorehouse last week, um, this this was an interesting watch for me in terms of, you know, it, it's this, because it's the first time I've watched it, basically. So um, I have some thoughts and I think... I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, how much I think that's affected by watching it for the first time now. Um, But yeah, Funny Girl is basically a story set in sort of the early 1900s. Um, It's about a comedian and a singer who's called Fanny Bryce, who's played by Barbara Streisand, of course. Um, She wants to basically, you know, be be a famous performer. but she's worried that the sort of her her own physical beauty, I guess, um, is going to hold her back because she she's essentially doesn't look like a lot of the girls at the time. Um, yeah, she falls in love with a guy who's called Nick Armstein, um, and he's kind of dips in and out of. Um, the relationship depending on where he stands financially um yeah and that's 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 kind of all there is to the story to be honest um i thought this was an interesting watch uh i i'm not sure quite how much i enjoyed the film but i think it's like i said important to take into account when i watched it and considering it's the first time i've watched it there's a lot that comes with that. Um, so I think much like Best Little Whorehouse, I'm going to give this another watch again at, at some point. And um, if I do that while we're still doing the movie musicals segment, then I will update you with my second viewing review. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, the, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, Barbara Streisand because I think she's a, a fantastic performer and I can... I can kind of see how she was, you know, so so big at the time and how she she made her sort of fame around around this time. Um, I mean, she's still going. She's just brought out a new album. So uh, if you want to go and uh, check that out, I haven't actually listened to it, but um, 
I, I, it would be interesting to sort of track her career and see see how how she's changed and how she's how far she's come. Um, but one thing that I found interesting was that I was reading up some uh, some trivia on IMDb, and uh, apparently the guy who played Nick Armstein, whose name is Omar Sharif, um, she was having an affair with him throughout the whole production of uh, Funny Girl, uh, and apparently it was what broke down her marriage eventually. Um, and the director knew about it and he tried to sort of like channel it into their on-screen chemistry, um, which I think is a little problematic. Maybe. I'm not really sure how I what I think about that, but I thought it was uh, a cool, cool piece of trivia. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, I, I thought I thought that was interesting. Um, the costumes, let's talk a little bit about the costumes. There's some great costumes in this uh, in, in this film. And I think same with, with set as well. It's kind of got this like feeling of, of, you know, a set that is on some big film studio somewhere rather than being an actual place. Uh, this, this sort of carries over into a lot of films, I feel like. Like if you look at the sort of Skid Row scene in Little Shop of Horrors, uh, it's very clearly not outside on a real street. It's very clearly in some sort of movie studio somewhere. Um, and I think it's quite endearing. It really like adds something to, to those sort of films. There's, there's one scene in particular where um, Fanny Bryce and Nick Armstrong, uh, Nick Armstein are in a sort of alleyway outside the club. And yeah, they're just leaning on some bricks, which are very clearly like made of like plastic or foam or whatever. They're not bricks at all. Um, and yeah, I, I I mean, obviously in terms of, I guess if you're looking at that from a set point of view nowadays, you'd be like the set does not hold up. It doesn't look great, but I think it it's great. And I think it adds charm and I really love seeing stuff like that. And I honestly, I think maybe we should have a bit more of that in, in, uh, in films today. Um, yeah, there's, there's some, some good songs in funny girl, which I'm sure you've probably heard before. Um, obviously the main one being don't rain on my parade, which is a really great number in the film. Um, there's some other songs, which I'm not going to lie are a little bit, forgettable I thought but I'm guessing that's why the one that everyone knows is Don't Rain On My Parade and uh, it's quite difficult to name some other songs from this film um, there's some good choreography it's very much sat in you know the sort of 60s era choreography like if you go back and watch uh, other, other films from that time or other musical films from that time should I say um, it's it's all kind of got a similar feel to it I think However, I am speaking as someone that doesn't know anything about choreography. So um, if you do know anything, uh, then then get in touch with us and uh, and let us know. But to me, uh, it all kind of looks fairly similar. And I, I wonder if that's uh, something to do with the era or something to do with the people that watch the films or something just to do with musical theatre or I suppose musical film uh, of the time. I don't know. Um, this film was nominated for a couple of Oscars and uh, it won Best Actress uh, at the 1969 Oscars with Barbara Streisand obviously winning the Oscar for that. Um, 
Oh, it also says, though, that she was tied with Catherine Hepburn for The Lion in Winter. Um, I'm not 100% sure what that means. Does uh, I, I tried to figure out. I, I'm guessing that means, did that, does that mean they both won? Because they don't do that at the Oscars anymore that I know of. But um, I, I don't know. I, th- I thought, thought that was interesting. Anyway, um, it was also nominated for Best Picture, Best Actress in a Supporting Role, Best Cinematography, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, Best Music and Original Song. They're in the same category. And that was for the song Funny Girl. Um, interesting that it wasn't for Don't Rain On My Parade, I think, considering obviously that's the one that everyone remembers. But, you know, Funny Girl... Uh, I, it is also a song. I think that was maybe one of the other songs I'd, I'd heard before from this film. So, you know, but anyway, I, I thought in hindsight, that's, that's quite funny to look back on the fact that Don't Rain On My Parade wasn't the one that was nominated when clearly that's the one song everyone knows. Uh, and it was also nominated for Best Music uh, or Score of a Musical Picture, Original or Adaptation. Um, it was nominated for a couple of BAFTAs and some other stuff as well, like some Golden Globes and some sort of some smaller awards. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I can see why it was nominated for a lot. I, I don't know if I necessarily love this film all that much, but I do really like the quality that all the sort of 60s, 70s musicals have. Um, even just the sound of them, you know, like they, they sound different because of obviously the technology they used at, at the at the time. Um, and I, yeah, I, I really like stuff like that. I don't quite know what it is, but I don't know. It just, it just reminds me of sort of sitting at home on a, on a rainy Sunday. It's that kind of, that kind of film. Um, and, you know, I, I know a lot of people that grew up with this film uh, or were around in the era that this was out. Um, love this film uh, and and love other films of, under this sort of umbrella. So I would definitely ch- uh, check it out if you're if you're interested. Um, I think it's I think it's definitely worth a watch. I I thought one part of it that was really interesting was uh, them talking about uh, you know Barbara Streisand not necessarily being attractive uh, in comparison to the other girls. Uh, and I guess that that's sort of interesting to watch now because, you know, I think it's agreed that, well, I think most people think that Barbara Streisand is, is pretty beautiful, but, you know, I guess beauty standards have changed. And also this is set in the early 1900s when again, you know, beauty standards could have been completely different, I suppose. Anyway, um, out of uh, five stars, I'm going to give this film... For now, I think I did this with Best Little Whorehouse, two and a half stars, but I appreciate that this film definitely deserves more than that and that I'm going to go back and watch it. And um, I'm sure my my review would change if we did this again next year. Anyway, uh, if you want to sort of watch some similar films or or you enjoy this film and and, and want another recommendation, honestly, I would recommend anything with Barbara Streisand uh, or sort of Audrey Hepburn. They're, They're sort of around, you know, Similar, similar kind of uh, theme, I guess, you know. Um, and next week, tune in, we are going to be talking about Sweeney Todd, uh, which I have also not seen before. I know, I feel like I haven't seen any musical films. Um, but tune in for that. And uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. Bye.
Great stuff, Tom. Loving it. And that, unfortunately, is all from us today. Lucy, any final words? Peace and harmony to you and your family. Oh, very nice. I see where you went with that halfway through the year. Nice. Um, And I'm going to have Roar Like a Lion. Thanks for listening. We'll be in your ears again soon. Bye. Bye. And our favourite colour is orange. Correct.